You're listening to The Bible Explorer, a podcast about the misunderstood, unusual, and little-known aspects of the Bible. I'm your host, Matt Morton. This is episode 16, Was Goliath Really That Tall? Well, first of all, I am so glad to be back with you again after a very long hiatus in this podcast. Uh, For me, like for a lot of people, 2020 was difficult for me to work on extra projects like this, but uh, I'm glad to be back. I'm hoping to update this podcast at least periodically with interesting insights from my sermons and my own study of the scripture that I hope will be helpful to you. Today, I wanted to talk about something that came up during my study of 1 Samuel 17 a couple of weeks ago. I preached from the story of David and Goliath, one of my favorite stories, and I think a lot of people's favorite story from the Old Testament about the hero, eventually King David, who defeats the enormous giant Goliath with just a sling and a stone. One of the issues that I mentioned during that sermon uh, that I know raised some questions is that in different versions, and even different translations of the Bible, Goliath's height is listed as either being over nine feet tall, or sometimes it's listed as being closer to six foot nine or almost seven feet tall. Um, And so you've got almost a two foot difference in Goliath's height, depending on which version you're reading of the Bible. And so the question is, how tall was he? Uh, When I was growing up, I always heard that Goliath was well over nine feet tall. That was definitely the prevailing view, and it was the way that it was taught to us in Sunday school. Uh, But when you start digging into the passage itself and some of the ancient versions of the passage in Hebrew as well as in Greek, you do find that there's a bit of a discrepancy depending on which manuscript of the Old Testament you're using. So the issue is uh, related to something we talked about in a previous episode of this podcast when I talked about which translation of the Bible is best. You may remember we talked about how both for Hebrew and for Greek, it's not as if there's just one Bible that is used from Greek or from Hebrew that every English translation comes from. There's a variety of manuscripts in both Hebrew and Greek. That doesn't undermine our understanding of the inerrancy of the Bible, but it does cause us to have to be careful and thoughtful as we are translating the Bible from its original languages. So translators have to think about these types of questions. The issue with Goliath's height is that in what is known as the Masoretic text of the Old Testament, which is a Hebrew text of the Old Testament that dates from about the 6th century until maybe about the 10th century AD, uh, in the Masoretic text, Goliath's height is listed as six cubits and a span. Uh, A cubit is about 18 inches long. A span would have been the distance from, say, your thumb to about your pinky um, when you stretch it out. So it could be anywhere from six inches to about nine inches. 
So the Masoretic text, which is the basis of most of our English translations of the Bible, essentially when you when you multiply that out, lists Goliath's height as about nine feet and nine inches, you know, just over nine and a half feet tall. So if that's the case, certainly Goliath would be, as far as we know, the tallest person who ever lived. Uh, we do know of people in modern history who have been close to nine feet tall, uh, but nobody quite that tall, nine feet, nine inches. That said, it's not impossible that somebody could be that tall, especially if they had some sort of genetic abnormality that caused them to grow that tall. On the other hand, there are some older versions of the Old Testament, um, particularly the Dead Sea Scrolls version of the book of Samuel. And this scroll dates from probably about a hundred years before the time of Jesus. And in that scroll, it was found at Qumran, the height of Goliath is listed as four cubits and a span which uh, is closer to six foot nine inches than nine foot nine inches. The Septuagint, which is the Greek translation of the Old Testament, also lists Goliath's height at four cubits and a span, again, about six foot nine. Now, this would have been really tall back in the time when David and Goliath were fighting. Uh, David himself, as an average Hebrew male during that period of time, probably was somewhere between five foot and five foot four inches tall. He would have been shorter than your average male is today. And so the difference between somebody who is, say, five foot two and somebody who is six foot nine is substantial. So even at six foot nine inches, Goliath would have been a giant. He would have been huge. Uh, I am myself, I'm five foot seven, and I have met a few people who approach seven feet tall, whether basketball players or just extremely tall people, and they definitely look like giants to me. So six foot nine still would have been huge. To defeat a warrior of that size who was outfitted in armor uh, as formidable as Goliath, uh, would have been uh, quite the feat for David, and really for anybody. So the question that we are faced with when we look at this text is which one is most likely to be accurate? And there are two things that could have happened um, to cause the discrepancy. Could be that Goliath was four cubits and a span, and over time, uh, people writing uh, various versions of the scripture in Hebrew, they sort of exaggerated his height. That is a possibility. The other thing that could have happened is that he was six cubits in a span, so he was nine foot nine. And in order to make it seem more realistic, people reduced his height because they thought, man, nine foot nine must be some kind of an error. Um, up until uh, the discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls, it was definitely taken for granted that Goliath's height was nine foot nine. And the reason is, even though we knew that the Septuagint, the Greek translation of the Old Testament, had his height uh, closer to six foot nine, um, that was a Greek translation. The oldest Hebrew translations that we had up to that point before the discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls 
the oldest Hebrew translations that we had uh, still listed his height as over nine feet tall. So I really do think there's a reasonably good argument to be made in either direction. In my sermon, I went ahead and went with the traditional height of over nine feet tall. And the reason for that is that um, typically when you're looking at textual criticism, the they say the harder reading, the one that seems the hardest uh, to understand, is probably the original one. Um, meaning that a scribe who is copying the Old Testament um, is more likely to change things to make them easier to understand and more palatable uh, than to change things to make them more difficult. So it seems like you're more likely to look at a height like six cubits in a span and go, ah, that can't be right, I've got to fix that, than to look at one like four cubits in a span and think, I need to exaggerate that. Um, but there are a lot of uh, scholars who disagree with me on that. There are a lot who agree with me on that. But I also felt that um, I was going to stick with the traditional height, partly because I thought it would just be a distraction if I went into too much discussion about Goliath's height. Most of the translations people are reading from uh, are going to have Goliath's height at six cubits in a span or over nine feet tall. There are some, like the Net Bible, who have decided to go with the more modest height, but most people are still looking at one that says over nine feet tall. And the reason I decided not to really uh, mess with that discussion too much in my sermon is because that is really, really not the point of the story of David and Goliath. And I think this is critical. It's important to understand whether Goliath is six foot nine or whether Goliath was nine foot nine, uh, that doesn't change the impact of what David did through the power of God. It doesn't change it at all. It's important to understand nobody else wanted to fight Goliath no matter how tall he was uh, because Goliath was extremely big, extremely skilled, extremely well-armed and equipped. He was a formidable warrior, and uh, he would have killed anybody in the Israel, Israel's army in hand-to-hand -hand combat. And so uh, David is the only one who steps forward to fight Goliath, and he only does that because he believes in the power of God uh, to win the battle. And so the essence of the story of David and Goliath really is not affected by how tall Goliath is at all. And uh, I want to make this point, and I've made this before, when we're talking about these types of textual variations then in the Bible. Uh, this one, I think, illustrates an important principle. I'm not really aware of any of them that fundamentally alters the, um, the significance of the text uh, the theology or the truth that we are to glean from the text, or really even the essence uh, of the text historically at all. Um, it doesn't change the fact that David is a real historical king of Israel. It doesn't change the fact that uh, David defeated the giant Goliath with a sling and a stone when Goliath was well-armed. Um, his height is, again, it's not a central point of the story, other than that Goliath is really, really tall. However, because uh, I brought it up briefly in the sermon and had a few questions about it, I thought, you know, it'd be interesting just for 
me to talk for a few minutes about Goliath's height and why that is an issue. So again, in a nutshell, you have some older texts that list him as slightly shorter. You've got a more recent, I say more recent, it's still over a thousand years old, but a more recent version of the Hebrew text that most of our translations use that lists him as taller. And as a preacher, I have to decide which direction to go. Fundamentally, I think that there is good enough evidence that uh, says Goliath could have been over nine feet tall, but I can't be sure. But I had to make a determination in the sermon and proceed forward from there, trusting that the reality of this event is that no matter how tall Goliath is, this event of David defeating him is still a miracle of God and an amazing feat for a man who had to trust in God's strength rather than in his own. Uh, the real miracle of this text is that God allowed an un, an inexperienced warrior like David to defeat Goliath by slinging a stone right at the right spot in his forehead when Goliath was armed to, to the teeth. Uh, and the real miracle is that God had promised to the nation of Israel that he would fight for them and protect them and bless them in the land if they would trust him. And David's the only one that did. Out of all of his Israelite brethren in the army, David is the one who stepped forward to fight Goliath. So no matter how tall he was, uh, we still find that this story is powerful and significant in light of the history of Israel, and it tells us a lot about the power of God and about what faith in God can accomplish. So there's just a little bit of background for you. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Hope you have a great week.